darkness there is not there. The light's always on. I say there's, there's no darkness when it's there. The light's always on. If you want the darkness taste out of your life, get the light of Jesus in it. He does it every time. Would you stand with us this morning? We're just going to go to the Lord in prayer. Get right into our thought this morning. Father, today we thank you, Lord, for your love and mercy. We thank you, dear God, for your blessings. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity, Lord, to be in your house. Dear God, for your word this morning. Lord, we just praise you for it, Father, for the songs that we're able to sing, dear God, and those that are here with us, Father, singing today your praises. We thank you. Lord, most of all, we thank you for your spirit. Thank you for the sacrifice that you gave for us. That we could be here today and do your will to praise you and worship you. Father, if a lost soul will be present, we pray that be saved, a backslider, dear God, that get right with you, Lord. Every child of God desired to be closer to you. Lord, we ask you, Father, now, bless Father in Jesus' holy name. And amen. Amen. You may be seated this morning. I have a couple pictures in mind this morning. But they go along with the songs that have been sung. And uh, Sister Gail didn't know it when she said she wanted us to sing or had, had if I knew the uh, hymn of his garment, Sister Candy used to sing. And, you know, I almost said so many years ago, but it's not been that many years ago. But I'll tell you, when, when somebody goes home to be with the Lord, sometimes it seems like they've been gone so long because we miss them so much. And they hadn't been gone that long. And one of these days, by the grace of God, we'll get to see those that have gone home to be with the Lord. If you go home to be with the Lord. Now, I'm going to tell you something this morning, and you might not like it, but I'm just going to say it. Heaven is a special place for the redeemed. But you must be born again, or you go to hell. And I don't care how much you love yourself, and I don't care how much you love somebody else. They'll either go by the blood, and you'll go by the blood, or you won't go at all. That's just the simplicity of it, church. It's not that complicated. But you know, sometimes we think that our love can overwhelm God's plan. And it won't. It won't do that. God had a plan. We don't think about God having a plan, but he did. He planned for Jesus to come down and die on Calvary's cross to be the sins, to, to be the sacrifice for your sins and my sins. And for all those who would call upon him and have their sins washed away. And no man, the Bible says this real clearly, no man cometh unto the Father but by the Son, and no man cometh unto the Son except the Father draw him. That's why it's important to read in your Bible where it says, And God so loved the world. And God said, Whosoever will. He put the oldest on you and I. So the opportunity of salvation is presented to all souls. But only a few will accept it. 
in, in Matthew chapter 15. I got a few thoughts this morning, but, but I, I would put it to you this way. Church, do we really believe the last days are upon us? I mean, do you think, do you think the time of the return of Christ is closer today than what it really was a year ago? I mean, just stop to think about that. We say, well, I say it all the time. I'm closer to the Lord today than I was yesterday. I'm closer to going to heaven because I'm older today than I was yesterday. But the real thought process is this. Are we really closer to the Lord returning? Is it worse today than what it was yesterday? Is it worse today than what it was a year ago? Because my Bible says, as in the days of Noah, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. And it was pretty bad in the day of Noah to the point that only eight folks got on the ark. And so the Bible also tells us, except God shortened those times, the very elect of God should be deceived. And if you think about it this way, church, it means that we need to be pressing forward, not standing still, not turning backwards, not letting up, but desiring to get closer than where we are today and holding on stronger than what we were yesterday. And I would say this, more determined to be of more service to God than what we were. Hey, how many of you got somebody who's lost? And I mean, if you really admit it, you know somebody you love, no matter how much you love them, they're lost because they don't know Jesus. I can raise my hand this morning and tell you, I know somebody lost, and they'll die and go to hell today if they split, if they leave this walk of life without accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And it don't matter how much we love them. God ain't letting them into heaven because we love them. God let them into heaven because they love him. For here in his love, not that we loved him, but that he first loved us and gave his son church listen to me now if my son was to be the one who had to die and somebody who I knew would not love my son and not respect the death of my son I'm just here to tell you I'm passing them by it's like this if you go out to the cemetery this morning over here uh, uh, where the national cemetery is and you walk along that cemetery, you can read the names of those sin, uh, men and women, and, and you can read the names of those that died and how many of them died during service, uh, how many of them died afterwards, you know, uh, it doesn't always explain that. But you can read through there and you can see all of those names. And I'm here to tell you, if you walk through there and it don't break your heart and it don't move your heart, there's something wrong with your heart. think that somebody died so I could stand here this morning and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ does something to me inside. I respect the colors. I respect the flag. Don't get me wrong. I respect and love this country. But I love Jesus more than all of that. And if it will move you to look at a tombstone, it ought to move you to look at the Bible and the word of God. And what's been said there. In chapter 15 we find this in verse 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast. And cried unto him saying have mercy on me O Lord thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. 
But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. And he said, answered and said, Am I not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel? Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Can I tell you this morning, I have a hard time in some aspects, but, but I'm thinking this morning, and I, I originally was thinking about the woman who had to press through the crowd in the song this morning. It would have been just right there. And, but the woman had to press through the crowd there to touch the hem of the garment of Jesus. Uh, she knew what was going on with her own life. And I will say this, church, uh, we know what's going on in our own lives. And so we'll take the effort sometimes. Uh, we'll press the harder because what's going on with us. But can I I tell you, the Bible's trying to teach us something here uh, that we miss in a lot of times. Because I'm telling you this morning, church, uh, we're falling asleep. And we shouldn't be falling asleep. Uh, we're slipping backwards and we shouldn't be slipping backwards. Uh, but we're not getting where we used to be. I'm telling you something this morning, church. Uh, there was a time when the desire of the heart of the child of God uh, was to get in the house of God and to worship God and to glorify God and to honor God and hear what God had to say through the man of God. And so they were there, and they got excited about what was being sung. They got excited about what was being said. Uh, they worshipped, and they honored God, and they couldn't wait back to get more. And I'm telling you something, church. Today, uh, we're not as close to God as we used to be. Uh, we want to think we're as close to God. We want to think we're getting closer to God. Uh, sometimes we think we got took the next step. We got up the next level there. Hey, can I tell you something this morning, church? Uh, there was a time in my life, and I'll be honest with you, uh, whenever I got to put on the lapel mic, I thought I'd really made it up to the big leagues. I mean, somebody was letting me preach the gospel, and they had put a lapel mic on my tie, and I thought I was good. And then there, there come the time when we graduated from the lapel mic up to the to the microphone on the ear. And I mean to tell you now, I'm up there with a big of. I mean, the dogs is on top. I'm on top. I got a I got a microphone going across my ear. I mean, I've really made it there. I went from preaching to people. Uh, sitting in the wooden pews there, maybe uh, 10 or 15 people there, and uh, teaching to maybe 30 or 40 people there. I mean, I was moving on up there. That's what I thought. But can I tell you something this morning, church? I, I feel comfortable holding a microphone. I feel comfortable wearing the pale mic. I feel comfortable putting the earpiece on. Uh, but then none of those things made any difference to me. What made a difference in my life is when the Holy Ghost got a hold of me and done something. And now I want more, not less. Can I tell you, we're getting comfortable because we think we're going to heaven. Searcher said, make sure you are. But if you're on your way to heaven and you know somebody on your way to hell, how come you're comfortable? Just think about that one for a minute, church. What was the desire of the woman here? We know the desire of the one who passed, passed, pressed through the crowd. I was remembering that I preached not long ago on blind Bartimaeus. 
He's sitting by the wayside. Here comes the Lord, and he knows it's him. Hey, thou son of David, have mercy on me. They said, hush up. So he cried a little louder. He was not going to give up, and Jesus come there, and he said, Frank, come on to me. And so he got there, and he got what he needed. The woman saw the crowd, pressed through the crowd, touched the hem of the garment, and got what she needed. Now, this woman's come along. I'm going to tell you something right now, church. Uh, she dealt with something different than the rest of them dealt with uh, because Jesus heard the cry of blind Bartimaeus and said, come on over here. He saw the desire of Zacchaeus and told Zacchaeus to come down out of the tree. Uh, he felt the touch of the woman who didn't let the crowd disturb her. But now this lady's got something different going on. It's not about her. It's about her daughter. And let me just tell you something. When you cry out to God and God don't answer you, it's hard to cry a second time. You know what's even harder? When the people surrounding the person you're trying to reach to tells the person you're trying to reach, let's get out of here. Let's just go on. She's a bothering us. She's bothering us. Does it bother you when somebody's in the altar and it goes past 12 o'clock? Does it bother you Somebody's in the altar and it goes past five o'clock. Matter of fact, you only get to come Sunday night service, people get in the altar at five o'clock. I take liberty on Sunday night. I try to be good on Sunday night. But I want you to know something, folks. This woman cried unto the Lord and he answered her not. I think he was trying to teach the disciples something. I think he was trying to prove her faith and her desire. And I think he was trying to teach us something. Look at what it says. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me. Now, we would say the Bible says that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. And she's already saying to him, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. She's acknowledging Jesus for who he is and who he and what he can do. And she says, Have mercy. In other words, it's like saying, Hey, forgive me. Have mercy on me. I've got a cry. I've got a need. But he answered her, not a word. Excuse me. Let me finish the verse. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. This mama had a daughter she loved dearly. Dearly. Got a son, a daughter, she loved dearly. She's going to hell. She got a brother, sister, mama, a daddy. She's going to hell. Brother, I don't know how to think about that. That's the problem, church. 
say about your soul? What's that say about your heart? The Bible says that it pleased God to restore us into Christian to save them. Not to restore us as a church. Because you know what? This Bible ought to be enough. 
care about that. Because the, the woman stayed a little longer. The Bible says again that Jesus did not answer her. And then something else was said and he said something meant to cast is the dog. Take what you want out of that. There's a separation of folks in that day. He wasn't supposed to talk to certain people. They weren't supposed to talk to him. Can I tell you this morning, the devil wants it that way still.
Jesus said, yea, Lord. But even the dogs desire the crumbs of the master's table. Can I tell you that a crumb from the table of God is better than a crumb from anywhere else? But my Bible doesn't tell me God gives me crumbs. Thank you. 